Welcome back to the Georgia Sports Network. We are getting immediate reactions on the Dogs and Hogs and the Jackets and Panthers. Stay tuned. All right, so starting off, uh, let's start with the bat, right? Let's start with, with uh, Georgia Tech. Well, I mean, it's I know it's not bad for you because you're not really a, a Georgia Tech supporter. I got a little bit of a Georgia Tech support, so yeah, it's bad. I have nothing going towards that school. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> I got a little bit, but nothing crazy. But yeah, I mean, just not a good day overall for Tech. Fifty-two to twenty-one to Pittsburgh. Dear God. Um, yeah, was not a good day. Um, I, there, there are some highlights, and we'll get to that because um, that that way we can finish off on a good note at least here before we get to are, really are good there? stuff. Uh, yeah, there were there there are some good notes I think. So. Um, <laughs> Obviously, losing fifty-two to twenty-one is bad. Um, but but you got three touchdowns. But yeah, I mean, I mean that's uh, that's true. And I mean, when you when you're talking about an offense that's that's kind of relearning everything. I mean, I know they they had Jeff Collins last year, but they're still very fresh at this. So, and Pittsburgh's a good team. Now they they have a really bad loss, but they have a good quality win against Tennessee. And then they have an absolute shellacking of New Hampshire. Hold on. Would, would you call that win against Tennessee a quality win though? I mean, it's a quality win. It's well, not, it's not. SEC? Yeah, exactly. Yeah. I mean, a hundred percent. Yeah. They're playing the SEC. I mean, in the <laughs> ACC right now, that's a big deal. I mean, Clemson's Clemson's <laughs> like, Hey, Hey, 14 to seven. Remember, or what was it? 10 to seven, 14 to seven. Hey, whatever. We scored a touchdown. Yeah. Oh no! We it was six. We Georgia. Up. It was six. That's right. They didn't score a touchdown. It was uh, yeah. South Carolina. They scored that garbage time touchdown. Yeah, it was seven. It was ten to three. Was the final? Yeah, ten to three. That's what it was. Ten to three. Yeah. So that's what they're saying. They say, "Hey, ten to three. <laughs> ten points. Look at what they average. Ten points. Just remember that." <laughs> so, so I'm I'm a hundred percent assuming that Pittsburgh is holding Tennessee up here as one of their oh. wins. Yeah, so and I mean it, it's an okay win. Tennessee's not great for sure, but it's an okay win. But then when you shellac New Hampshire seventy-seven to seven the week before you go play Georgia Tech, you're gonna come in with a little <laughs> bit of momentum. Um, so they dropped they dropped a fifty burger on them. Um, but again, like I said, there are some good points. Um, Georgia Tech had their first three hundred yard passer since, and I'm gonna check the date real quick. Uh, someone tweeted it to me, or not tweeted it to me, but. They tweeted it. Um, so I'm going to make sure it's the right year because I want to say it was like 2003 or 2009. Yeah, I mean, and if you're right, like, that makes sense because Tech doesn't pass the They haven't passed the ball since they've had Calvin Johnson. Oh, I'm sorry. 2011 was the last time uh, they threw for 365 against Western Carolina. I actually remember that game because I remember watching it and going, who is this? What team is this? Yeah, that um, was after Calvin Johnson. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, that's what I'm saying. That was back when they were running the triple option. So this was this was big for them, though, because this, again, it's pointing – when you're talking about Georgia Tech, look, these are the things you're going to get, okay? Um, yeah. This is what you're going to deal with right now. Um, Georgia Tech is good. They have a good head coach in Jeff Collins, and yeah. they've got some talent. They got – they signed a lot more talent this year than they've signed probably ever, honestly. Um outside of the year they signed, they signed Calvin Johnson, and that's because that class is so weighted towards one player. Um, yeah. But when when you talk about things that Georgia Tech should be doing right now, 
it's things like beating UNC, um, competing well, with Clemson. I, I mean, I wouldn't, even, I wouldn't even say that because UNC was one of the top teams to win the ACC this year. So I wouldn't even say like putting beating UNC would be at the top. And I'm sorry if y'all hear that noise in the background. That's my uh, son playing with rocks in the bed of his truck. <laughs> But, no, I mean, I wouldn't even say Georgia Tech beating UNC would be a thing that should happen this year because UNC was one of, the, like, the top two teams in the ACC this year going into the season. Oh, yeah, yeah, Sam, yeah, for sure. Yeah, like, Sam Howell – oh, crap, hold on. Yeah, <laughs> Sam Howell was even, like, one of the favorites to, like, win the Heisman, at least top five. Yeah. To win the Heisman this year. Well, yeah, and they were they were big favorites, especially after the, the initial Clemson loss to Georgia. Um they were the big favorites to win the ACC from there. So beating UNC, yeah, you're right, was huge. Yeah, so that's what I'm saying. Like, beating UNC shouldn't even be able – like, making a bowl game I would be, like, at minimum for oh, yeah. Tech this year. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, I mean, they look like they're going to – again, like, I go back to, like, this game was rough, obviously, but this is the kind of thing you're going to see. One week they're going to be up. The next week they're going to be down. Then two weeks they'll be up, up. And then, then that third week they'll come way back down. Yeah, it's a it. damn, it's a damn roller coaster when it comes to the fucking nerds up in Atlanta. Well, I mean, that's just what comes with getting a new head coach, getting an, uh, and especially you're talking about going from the triple option to what everybody else has been doing for the last ten to fifteen years. Um, Spreading it out, yeah. Actually, really twenty years, honestly. I mean, because I mean, nobody's really run the triple option in. Gosh, it feels like. It feels like I haven't seen the triple option really work in, like, at least 15 years. Well, I mean, when you look at it, the teams that run the triple option is, is your service academies, like Air Force, Army, Navy. Yeah. I mean, granted, Army's 4-0 right now and haven't hadn't had a close game except for, like, the Western Kentucky game. Yeah. Other than that, like, Army's been blowing people out. But they've yeah. also been passing it this year, which you don't see. Yeah. Well, and, and I don't – I'm not saying that Georgia Tech – wasn't getting good recruits back in the back in the day, but bottom line, honestly, Army was is probably having a better recruiting um, a, a better recruiting class simply because you're pulling in people who already are trying to get into things that are, are beyond being just an athlete. You know what I mean? So and yeah, like, but I mean, look, like I know we're not like an Army podcast, like anything outside of like Georgia podcast, but like looking at like the Army recruit class, like. The dudes coming in, literally, they don't go to the NFL. And when you go to college, you look at for the NFL. Like, the guy that came out of Navy last year that was fighting to, like, get that yeah. to play for the, for the Buccaneers. Yeah. And then, then they got cut, like, the second game in, like, the preseason. Got cut. Yeah. So, like, I mean, Georgia Tech, you look, you're looking to make that next step. So, like, you – if you're having to like recruiting as like army and all the other like recruiting fucking or not but the other um service academies like you should be steps above them when it comes yeah. to recruiting. Yeah. But that's just my opinion. Yeah. Well, yeah, I mean and when you're talking about you're in you're in one of the most populated cities in America, you're yeah, in it's Atlanta. Who doesn't want to go to Atlanta? Yeah, you're in one of the most, especially as of like the last 10, 15 years, you're in one of the most, um, I wouldn't say sought after. I mean, not, people aren't trying to come live in Atlanta, don't get me wrong. But, but when when someone when when someone comes to see, I mean, Bobby Dodd Stadium is a nice stadium. The campus 
is really nice. It's right there in the heart of Atlanta. Like that is somewhere a college kid would want to be. So yeah, it really is. Like if you look at like the outskirts, like Bobby Dodd, it's literally like downtown yeah. Atlanta. Yep. Yeah, it's very it's 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 awesome. Um, but yeah, so so again, getting back to the game, Georgia Tech again, just not not a great game um overall. But there were again, like I said, some highlights. We're gonna finish off with those so that we um, you know, finish off on a good note before, before like I said, we get the Georgia game. Um, now, Sims had a pretty decent game. Again, like like I said, over 300 yards for the first time since 2011. He went two for two, touchdown INT. Um, you know, obviously, you want to you want to bring that at, at least down to a two to one ratio. Um, yeah. But you know, it, it is what it is. Um, not a bad uh, completion percentage, 24 for 33. Um, and he led the team in rushing, too. So, good, a good game for Jeff Sims, for sure. Um, the defense struggled all game. I mean, they just – they did not do well the entire time. Giving Obviously, there plays. wasn't a defense. Yeah, yeah. I mean, 52 points is pretty obvious. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, I mean, they were just giving up big plays left and right. Every time I looked over at the screen – um, you know, I mean, this this, and this game was on, uh, I think, during the Georgia game. I think it came in during the Georgia game. Um, but, uh, you know, it, it it wasn't a great game. But, again, like I said, you got your first 300-yard passer. These, these are the things you're going to see from this team, unfortunately. Um, but you, you're seeing some cohesiveness and some um, – you're seeing the players buy in. I mean, they played well. Like they fought hard all game. I mean, they 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 knew they were out of it in the third and fourth quarter, but they were still playing hard, still trying to score points, um, still running the ball hard. So, uh, again, just keep looking for everything you can in it, and and hope that and 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 look for all the good you can in each game because that's what you need to look at every time, every every up and down. Just pay attention to the ups because that's a glimpse into the future of what you can expect with Jeff Collins. Um, so now we talked about Georgia Tech. Moving on to the big game, the big noon game for some reason. Um, I mean, obviously ESPN knew why it was a noon game. Yeah, I mean now, I mean obviously looking back, I mean, hindsight twenty twenty, it definitely should have been a noon game. And I knew, <laughs> I knew coming in, I was like, I'm actually kind of glad this comes on at noon. We can watch this game, and then everything after that is just garbage time because if this game came on at 7.30, I'd be real upset waiting all day to watch that. Yeah, right. Um, 37 to nothing. Um, Let's go. Absolutely dominated the number eight Arkansas Razorbacks. From the opening snap. Yeah. K.J. Jefferson throws for 65 yards. 65. (laughs) Not he didn't even make he could have thrown every pass in one drive and he still wouldn't have scored a touchdown. That's <laughs> saying something. Yeah, that, I didn't even think about that. Yes, he could have thrown every pass in one drive and he barely makes it over the 50-yard line. That is a dominant defense because I don't care <laughs> who the number eight team is. And what they're doing, whether they're actually good or whether they're not actually good, I know Arkansas is 
decent, and it's led by a yeah. good head coach. It doesn't matter. Like Arkansas was the number eight team in the nation. No. It doesn't matter if they're a good team or not. Like yeah. it was a number top ten win for Georgia. Yep. Because prior to the and like I, you need to keep this in mind when you look at this game. Prior to playing a um, playing Georgia, they had um, who was it? Was it, I, they had they didn't have a road game actually. This was a true. This was their first true road game. Um, Arkansas. Yeah, this was their first. Yeah, true yeah road. their first true. All the other games have been neutral sites. Yeah, yeah. So they were coming off of a big win from Texas off of Texas A&M, number yeah. seven ranked at the time. This was no slouch coming into this game. Now we knew if you if you knew anything, you knew that Arkansas was not the number eight team, or maybe they are. I mean, but I don't did, know. I mean, but did you know? Because they beat AM and Texas. Well, well, that's what I was gonna say. I said I was gonna say maybe they are because I and I'll get into why they might be later, but whether you think they are or not, it, taking a team that just walked out of a number seven upset. And I mean, this is a team that shouldn't have even Arkansas, meaning shouldn't have even been ranked in the first place because they weren't supposed to be any good. They were. They were ranked coming yeah. like coming into uh, the season. No, they I think. Yeah, you know, they were they were ranked though coming into the A and M game, I believe, because they had beat Texas. Well, yeah, I say before then, like they weren't yeah. ranked coming into the season. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So they just get their rank. Really, they go beat Georgia Southern. Then they come back and they beat, they upset a number seven Texas A&M team. That, then they come into Georgia with a lot of momentum. Now they know who they're playing and they know, everybody knew what Georgia was, but this was going to be a test for both teams. And oh, yeah. Georgia passed with flying colors. Right. Because this could have gone a lot differently. That crowd was elite as oh yes yeah. <laughs> yeah elite yeah it was um that crowd made a difference from like the opening snap they had yeah, two yeah. false starts to begin the game like on offense like oh yeah bro yeah two false starts in a sack right there back to back to back three times three plays technically i guess you could say in a row they got the false start twice in a row and then the first play they run is a sack um it was an absolute dominant performance of an SEC team. And something I want to point out, something I noticed about the game, and, and I think a lot of people will notice, is Georgia opened the game up, running the ball down their throats. Oh, yeah. And they opened the defensive game up, bringing blitzes and attacking the offensive line. The two strengths that Arkansas had coming into the game, Kirby said, I'm going to take those two strengths and show you that you're not ready for this. Well, I mean, if you look at that game, Arkansas played most of the game, if not damn near all the game, with three down linemen on defense. Yeah. Yeah. Like, I, you're not going to do that against this Georgia team. Like, I'm no, sorry. No. We're going to run all over you. You do that dumb shit. Like, the melt, like, for those that don't know, sorry if I'm about to, like, ruin what you're about to say, but, like, J.J. Daniels didn't even play this game. It was nope. that's a minute the whole game. Nope. Yep. Sorry. And he made some plays, but like the the running game is what ultimately won us this game. Not saying yep. the mailman wouldn't have won it because he won the game last year for us. Yeah. 
But going into this game, like, we were all like, oh, shit, okay, JT's going to start. Is it going to be a fucking hogwash? Yeah. And then Melvin uh, comes in and does his damn thing. Yeah. Uh, yeah, the mailman, I won't say he delivered um, because he only threw for 72 yards. Um, yeah, but he also was, what, like, only had, like, two incompletions? Yeah, yeah, seven for 11. Seven, ooh, seven 11, okay. So, okay, sorry, three. But still. Yeah. Yeah, no, four. four. That's the thing. Four, four there, math wizard. <laughs> I'm like seven beers deep right now. Like, <laughs> I know, yeah. All right, so you know how to do that math. Okay. Um, okay, yeah, so no. four, but he didn't have to do it. Like the run game ultimately is what won us this game. That's what we've needed going to this game because all the other games, like the run game was obsolete. Yep. Well, and that that's so speaking of the run game, you, you say the run game was obsolete. I, you know, people were asking and clamoring, where's the run game? When's the run game going to, bro, the run game's been there. The yeah. average yard per carry is, was like 5.5, I think, coming in, or 6.4, something like yeah, that. Yeah, but if you look at Georgia, what do you think of? Oh, no, 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 yeah, I'm, I'm, no, so they just weren't getting the touches. But that's because JT Daniels, I think they believe in him and they think he is so good. And, and I think it, part of it is also, they want to get throws in against these other teams. They yeah. wanted to get throws in against these other teams that minus Clemson are, you know, lesser teams. Yeah. Um, and, and don't get me wrong. Like, I wish JT would have started, but looking at it now, I'm glad he didn't because going into Auburn next weekend to where we struggle against Auburn every year when it's in Auburn, we need JT going into that hostile environment down in Jordan Hare. Yep. Yeah, well, and, I mean, you set the president today, the precedent today that, look, our quarterback can throw for under 100 yards. We'll give the running back the balls 50 times. 50 yeah, I mean, times. we've had, what, six running backs played this game? Well, no, no, no. Four, four running backs got over 10 carries for a total of 50 carries all in all. They all had 50 carries together. 50 carries. Uh, James Cook had 12 for 87. Zamir White, 16 for 68 and two touchdowns. Kenny McIntosh, 10 for 57. And Kendall Milton, 12 for 48 and a touchdown. No, there was more than that. Um, oh, Dejon Edwards uh, also got three carries for negative three yards. And no <laughs> okay, never mind. Yeah, yeah, I was trying not to mention him, but you kept on you kept pulling it out there. I had to talk about okay. it now. I'm sorry, Deshaun. <laughs> well, they're looking at that. I, oh, Brown I, Powers, I, I think Powers, our leading receiver touched the ball what maybe twice, if that. I think it's Dejon. I, I just realized I'm pronounced. I, I just noticed the eye there. I didn't okay, but going this. off the running game, Brock Bowers, our leading receiver, freshman tight end, touched the ball what maybe twice, if that. Um. I, it doesn't show that he touched it at all. It exactly. Did, it says he didn't catch a ball. Uh, exactly. Actually, receiving-wise, uh, McConkley led the team three for three for 27. Yeah, and the fact that our leading receiver had 27 yards, and we did that against a good Arkansas team, Arkansas team a good Arkansas defense, and still put up yep. 37. Like, I don't see this team losing. Oh, no. I, I, I told someone today, I was like, the only game that I nobody nobody's scoring on this defense until the world's largest outdoor cocktail party. I wouldn't even say then. 
No, Florida, Florida I think, is going to get a touchdown on this defense. Okay. I think they'll get okay, one. Okay, so we'll, we'll give Florida 10. Uh, I can see them scoring 14, but, yeah, I mean, 10 is not bad, though. <laughs> I can see them scoring 14, though. 10 to 14, somewhere yeah. in there. I, I don't see anybody scoring on this team, on this defense. And the, one, the defense is even completely healthy. The offense, the, granted, Darnell got a couple of snaps today. The offense isn't even completely healthy. Like, come on, man. Yep. Yeah, it's um, it's gonna be. It, it was it was interesting to see how he how they really approach this game because I mean we know Stetson Bennett's not you know bad at throwing the ball. I mean sometimes yeah. you you can get the mailman, sometimes you get the milkman, but. I would I mean, so the only time we ever got the milkman was the Florida game or not the Florida game the Bama game. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Well, but I mean, but I'm just saying you never know who you're gonna get. You never and, know. So, uh, you know, walking into this game, we still I still thought that Stetson was going to get, I don't know, somewhere in the somewhere in the realm of fifteen to twenty passes, um, at least. Bro, 15, I'm just hyped. Twenty pass attempts. This QB room is so deep. Oh yeah, super deep. Like the fact that we can throw Stetson Bennett in as a backup, but we still got Carson Beck, a five star. Yep. Brock Vandergriff, another five star. Yep. Like, bro, this QB room is so deep. So, like, granted, I don't know why JT has never been healthy at all while he's been at Georgia. Yep. Is putting up these type of numbers, like, dude, I say at least the only game I'm concerned about, knock on wood, is if we make it an SEC championship game against Bama. Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. But yeah, I'm not I'm not saying I'm worried about, about the, the cocktail party. I am not worried about it at all. It 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 will be a beatdown, a forty to fourteen beatdown. Yeah. Damn, you're already calling it now. Forty to fourteen, huh? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Forty to fourteen. That's why, yeah, I'll go with that. That's fine. I'm cool with that. <laughs> um but before but before we get to because obviously that's not that's not George's next game. Um, Georgia's next game is number 22, Auburn Tigers. Um, That's if now, they beat LSU tonight. Yeah, now they've got a big game tonight against LSU. This is – I'd say it's a tester game because LSU well, yeah. upset them. Plus it's in well, LSU. Also, Auburn also hasn't won at LSU since 1999. Yeah. Yeah, so this is a big game for them. Now, assuming they, they come out of Death Valley with a win, they go back to Jordan O'Hare, and they get number two, Georgia. What's your prediction for the game? Let's just get a good prediction real quick. Um, I mean, all I'm going to say is last time Georgia was number two going into Jordan Hare was 2017, and we got the shit kicked out of us Yeah, that year. Yeah. But, dude, I don't, I don't think it, it's a close We don't game. talk about I, that. Yeah, we, we don't talk. I was deployed. I was watching <laughs> on my laptop. I don't talk about that. But I don't think it'll be a close game, honestly. I think Bo Nix, Bo Nixes, I think he'll be the starter going into that game. Yeah. For whatever reason, Brian Harson and the Auburn community loves Bo Nix. Because, I mean, <laughs> technically, Bo Nix shouldn't even start this game against LSU, but I think it, it I don't think, I know he's going to. Both and he'll hit. be the starter next week going into the Georgia game. Yep. And I think Bo Nix, Bo Nix is in Georgia at least 37 to 14. Is That's your prediction? Okay. Yeah, I think. Uh, I mean, I said this one would be thirty-one to fourteen. Like, I don't think, I don't think a team will score against this defense. But I'm going to predict points against this defense, so I know I'm right when yeah. they do score. <laughs> Listen, 
You want to know the score to the Auburn Penn State game? To the Auburn Penn State game? Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I know. Auburn won by like, or no, Penn State won by what, like seven? Eight. 28 to 20 Eight. Penn State. Yeah. Okay. You want to know the score to the next week's game against Georgia State? Oh, yeah. No, Auburn barely fucking won that game. They got lucky. 34 to 24. Yeah, they scored with like 30 seconds left in that game. Yeah. They ain't, they be, they'll be lucky to come out of Death Valley with a W, and they'll be lucky to come back to Jordan O'Hare and not get their asses bent over and spanked. Exactly. That's be what lucky. I'm saying. They'll be lucky. They'll be lucky the defense – they'll be lucky Georgia's defense doesn't get two touchdowns. They'll be lucky. Oh, bro, I'm just pissed we didn't get a fucking interception this game. I'm calling it right now. No touchdowns will be scored on this defense until Florida. You don't think no so? points will be scored on this defense until Florida. I mean, South Carolina scored against us, but I'll get that. No, 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 no. I'm saying, I'm saying, no points from here on. From here on, they, oh yeah, because Arkansas didn't score nothing. No, Auburn angles nothing. Those South Carolina touchdowns were garbage time touchdowns. Oh yeah, no, yeah. Yeah, that's why I I tweeted it out earlier. I said the the our defense continues the uh, the one garbage time touchdown on the year. I yeah, put it, I put garbage weird. time in quotation or in in parentheses because you need to make sure you know that if it weren't for South Carolina in garbage time getting a touchdown, this defense will would ha- not have a single touchdown scored against it right now. Going into the Auburn game, five games into the year. Auburn. Yeah, it was like our it was like our third string of defense and Carolina scored a touchdown against. Like, I'm not worried. If you're a Tigers fan, call up the AD, ask him, is it possible to not do the War Eagle and just, just get on to the game? Because we don't want to get all this hype up to just get fucking embarrassed because that's what's gonna happen. I mean, We're gonna the end. only thing the only thing that worries yeah. me is like we struggle in Jordan Hare every time we played there. I don't care. This is not any other team that has ever played at Georgia. This team? No. Bro, we don't even have our best receiver on offense. and we Our best two our receivers. Work. Like, Blaylock yeah. still isn't even in. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. That's true, too. Yeah. So, I if we, if we get picked, because Blaylock was, I believe, supposed to be back this week. I don't know if he played, actually. I, I mean, he didn't get any catches, but I didn't see if he was on the field. Yeah, um, I don't think he, he was He was dressed, but I didn't see him playing the snaps. Yeah, I didn't see him on the field either. Obviously, didn't see Pickens. Blaylock was supposed to be back before Pickens. I believe he was supposed to come back this week. So, if we get either one of them back against Auburn. So, I'm going to tell you right now, if we don't get any of them back, 44 to nothing. If, if we get both of them back, we're going to drop a 50-burger in Jordan O'Hare. A 50-burger. And a blank. Damn. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm telling you right now, this team – because I'm, I'm thinking the defense is going to score a couple touchdowns. I'm not thinking this is all going to come from the offense. I think I'm defense is going to get a touchdown. I think my – you know what? I think the special teams might get a touchdown too. I think you're going to see – not really a dominance of like our offense. You're gonna see a dominance of the whole team kind of dominating all of Auburn. You want you want to know something funny? 
What's up? We 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 came into this. Oh, we're gonna recap recap the Arkansas game, but all we talked about was the Auburn game next weekend. Yeah, hey, <laughs> I, I mean, hey, you know what? We get on here and talk about whatever the hell we want. This is our <laughs> podcast. Do what we want. Recap the yeah. game today, except yeah. special teams with that block kick. Yeah. So and, um, and the mailman putting up fucking numbers, but other than that, there wasn't really much to recap. <laughs> yeah, there wasn't. I know. Um, so we got about three minutes left. Let's just give it. Let's do a quick little. Georgia Tech's got Duke coming up next week. Um, That's a dub. Yeah, I'm I'm counting this as a dub, and I'm not saying it's a must win in the sense of like, oh, if they don't win, then their season's over, or if they don't win, Jeff Collins is fired. I'm just saying it's a must win in the sense of like, if you win this. It really adds – it's it's another feather in your cap because while Duke is not that good of a team, it's still another ACC win. It's, They're a basketball it, school. Yeah, it puts you one step closer to being in the ACC title game. So – and, and again, like I'm not saying it's necessary to win this game, but like if you can come in and blow Duke out, like, you know, beat them by 20, 30 points, that would be good. That would show some really – because, I mean, you just beat UNC 45 to 22. Bro, so, Wake Wake Forest is winning the ACC. Oh yeah, for sure, for sure. Wake Forest, <laughs> they just they just beat Louisville, barely, but they beat them. Hey, Wake Wake Forest, ACC champion is Wake Forest. Dear yep. God. Yeah. Hey. Also, Cincinnati's going to the playoffs, and that's what we're going to close on. See y'all later next week. <laughs> okay. Cincinnati's up seventeen to nothing on the. Uh, Are you?